You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But, uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But, uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey, welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting with I, DJ Impact. I got Matt Michaels with us and Rob Basaleri with us. And welcome to Wrestling Talk. No Sin City Steve, because as you all should know, tonight is AEW Revolution, and he is enjoying himself watching that pay-per-view. Next week, we're going to talk all about it he wants uh, to have uh, some uh you know cannon fodder and some storylines ready for matt michaels and you know well there you go we're gonna we're gonna have it all set up and prepared for next week and we're um we'll talk about everything including uh sting as well as this is his last match we'll we'll dig deep into that as well next week so not too much of the pay-per-view talk tonight but you may hear a little bit of what was the uh shows leading up to it this past dynamite uh rampage collision Nevertheless, throw your comments in the box if you're watching us live right now on YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook. Please put the comments there, and we'll try to get it in as we see fit, all right? And if you're not watching us live, thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast. We appreciate you always. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So let's get right into our wrestling talk. Why don't we see if we got any two sweets for the week? I could tell you my two sweet for the week. Let me get my acting together. Let me see. Hold on. <clears throat> I need you to do something for me. <laughs> I need you to acknowledge me. Bravo! Bravo! Yes! He did such a great job. Thank you, guys. Nobody's clapping, just me? It was okay. I thought I knocked that out of the park. Anyway, that was Back my just loving crackheads were, were, was far better. <laughs> that was my highlight because when he when he stopped the rock from going right into his 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 thing, I was I was ready, man. I I came a kid again. Uh, right when I need you to acknowledge me. That's right, man. That that's my highlight right there. I don't know. Let me ask you, Rob. What was your highlights this week? Steve Macklin. Besides Cactus Love and Crackheads, Steve Macklin versus Speedball Mike Bailey TNA. They had yeah. a banger of a match. It builds towards a bigger storyline. And to yeah. see the rascals dressed up like Full Metal Jacket, they're dressed up like Full Metal Jacket. Uh-huh. The dude's got the glasses on like Private Joker has. They've got their rascal shirts, but now they're like like Marines in training under Steve Macklin. It's entertaining. Oh, That's oh, okay. the, their gimmick now. Their gimmick is, is that they're Marines in training type thing. They're in boot camp. Okay. They're in boot camp, and that Steve Macklin is like their drill instructor, kind of. Okay. Um, but they're dressed up like Full Metal Jacket when they're in the barracks scenes. Okay. Um, 
So they're in their underwear. Not it's the barrack scenes. Rob, well, the no, the barrack, well, yeah, they were the fucking white shirts in their fucking yeah, but not pockets. Private Joker. Private Joker was not in his fucking skivvies. Jesus, yeah, Christ. they all were. You fucking go watch the movie before you. Yeah, when he when the guy gets shit. killed, when Arlie Army gets shot up, Private Joker's on Night Watch, and that's what they're dressed up as. He's dressed up as well. I didn't know that they. That's their. They're not. It's like unofficial because they're coming out dressed up like that. So it, it was entertaining. Uh, the match was amazing. Speedball is doing this thing where he may or may not have a real life uh, injury on his left knee. So he mm. was uh, wrestling gingerly, uh, gingerly and favoring the knee. And they and they sprinkled, uh, you know, that injured knee throughout the match. It's not one of those ones where is the guy. Any, is there anything they could do with Speedball to get him? I mean, we all know he's a he's a a, a great professional wrestler, but. I don't hear much talk come from him, so I'm I'm guessing maybe promos is not his thing or his stronghold. Do you think maybe that's something that can help elevate him to the next level? Because when he cuts a promo, he sounds like he's twelve and he's got that weird smile. He's like, "Hey yeah. guys, we're gonna win this one today." Yeah, are you? Yeah, those teeth always show. Extreme, huh? I'm like, oh god damn, Jeez. yeah, yeah. He's he's the he's the uh, quintessential. 12 year old who is really in real life like i think he's like 36 or something like that yeah so well, it, you cannot yeah. take him seriously as a threat when he cuts a promo it, it, it literally looks like he wants to talk about the church of jesus christ and latter-day saints afterwards <laughs> like he wants to show you about his personal connection with god and sure. the word of mike cameron you know like yeah or kirk cameron i should say so in other words you know all we gonna, all we ever gonna pretty get from Speedball is just great matches. But in terms of him elevating himself to become more than just that, that's that's about it. He had a match with Kenny Kingston where he was supposedly extreme, and there was an experimental match where they took the ropes off the ring, and he dressed in all black and he did some pretty cool moves. But then later on, his promos were lame all over again. He went right back to being super sugary babyface. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's been at it for such a long time. He's it's not there is no elevation. Sure. You know, he yeah. he makes other guys look good. Right. That's that's you know, yeah. He's he is he is the um definition of what a pro wrestler is, right? Right. He's not a sports entertainer by any means. No, not that. Like like I was think a match between him and say like Chad Gable would be off the chain. You know, like it would just be a a, a, a match. Um, I think he would out. I think he would outperform Chad Gable. I think Chad Gable would have spots, but he, I don't know if he could do. But see, see, here's here's the problem. The problem is, is that the styles don't mix in the sense of the reason that Chad Gable is good is because of the character. Chad Gable can make anyone look good, right? But it's the character that elevates him. Right, right. All that this week. You don't feel that Chad is, in terms of his athleticism, is pretty. He's a grappler. Speedball is, okay. is, is somebody who's yeah. going well, to be okay. high flying. True, that's true. And, okay. and the other thing too is that speedball is very equivalent uh, to the, like, if if Steve Blackman was a just a, a flat out baby face back in the day, right? Yeah, right. He, he's that kind of thing because he's. He's yeah. good, but he's very flat. So, right, 
when you put him in a match with someone who has personality, he's doing a lot of work to, you know, really put that guy in a position to, to shine because that's the, that's the emphasis. Those are the guys you're seeing. Like he had a match with Jay Vidal mm -hmm. and Jay looked fucking amazing. Right. Because Jay is, you know, getting a chance to uh, start showing the character and the personality. And right. a, a match with Mike Bailey automatically elevates you because if you look good with him, then you're considered legitimate. Now, if your character starts kicking in, then you have it made. Then, you, then you're climbing up. I understand. Okay. Let me go to you, Matt. What was what your two sweet for the week? Um, you know, there, there's, uh, there's a couple things, uh, going on and I think it's really, uh, kind of nice that we're going into WrestleMania into the leading four weeks mm -hmm. without having a clear cut card, right? You're we're starting to try to figure out where everything's going. Like right. this Gunther thing, Gunther. Where where is? And by the way, what what happened to Gunther? It's now just Gunther, um, <laughs> right? Like, what the fuck's going on with this? Now everyone's right. calling him Gunther. Right. Um, so it's very interesting because you had Chad Gable, you know, wanting his shot at it. Uh, you have Sami Zayn, and you had uh, you know Dominic and and the Judgment Day. It almost seems as if it's setting up to be a like fatal four way or something like that for the IC belt, in yeah. which if he loses the match, he doesn't have to get pinned. That's how you get the title off of him. Makes sense. So I got a feeling that's what they're building towards is somehow he loses without and Damien Damien could be in that match and still hold on to that briefcase and cash that in sure. after whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure, you can have him still him, You know, I mean, we're. I'm assuming he's gonna. I thought he was gonna just cash it on a McIntyre, spoil McIntyre. Well, he can. I mean, well, but... that's that's what the story leads to, right? It makes sense because of the fact that he had that tension with McIntyre in terms of being part of the Judgment Day. So, I mean, that would make sense, but why? Why would you have Drew McIntyre beat Seth Rollins only right. to then lose right away? Exactly. I, I, I really would do it only was... because you know that he could now create a feud with the Judgment Day that would last till SummerSlam. But then that makes him a face. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he's trying to do though, because there was a Listen, few times he, he was getting pops and he was doing. He was going babyface route. He's been kind of riding the wave on that. Well, the Judgment Day is. You talking about Drew or Damien? Drew. Drew has been. Yeah. Drew has been going up and down because he's gotten some pops here and there, and he's tried to. It looks like he's going to go face, and then he does a little swerve. Listen, Drew is in a position right now. Like when I watched the promo on Monday, I'm thinking to myself, like, what he was telling Seth, like, dude, leave, uh, the bloodline alone. Let's just have our own good match let's put something on let's let it be fair stop messing with these other guys you keep getting in there drama blah blah and as you listen to this you're going yeah yeah why don't we just kind of let and that now, that's the polar opposite now which made smackdown really interesting 
Well, I'm just yeah, I, I I get it, but I'm just you know I'm just going by just showing you know how Drew is being made to make sense and Seth but again. Mm-hmm, go ahead. Isn't that but isn't that a heel? Isn't that a heel move? Because isn't the audience supposed to want to see Seth and Cody tag together in that match against Roman and Rock? And here's a guy trying to say, "Oh, don't do that! Don't do that! Just face me." I don't think it's necessarily. I don't think it's well, necessarily it's, a. It's 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 self centered. It's self serving. Right, but which is a heel about it. He didn't do it in a heel. He's saying, "I want you at a hundred percent. I don't want there to well, be any heel doubt would, that, heel, that I beat you and you were right. not at a hundred percent. I don't want to win that way." To wrestle how many other matches? So that the time he does get to you, he knows it's going to be really easy. That's what I would think. I would he wouldn't want you to be yeah, 100%. But, but would but again, the, the whole thing is though, is that the the hype is built into the fans wanting to see those two tag together against right. the bloodline, right? I'm liking this storyline all the way around now because they found a way to very much interweave everything that's going on. Because this guy's not leaving Drew McIntyre. He's not going anywhere. And he, and like you said, he is making sense. And he's not doing it in a necessarily a dickish way all the time. He's going, I want to win. I'm going to beat you, but I don't want it to be a cheap victory. Right. And while he's having this moment where he's basically saying to Seth, you're so injured and you're going to be so worn out that it's it's understood I'm going to beat you. And then Damian Priest comes and takes the easy win. I think it's just setting it up for fans to know because as far as I it only makes sense for for especially the fact that if if uh Seth is going to now have two matches that night, and granted, we know Seth is not gonna really be a hundred percent. It only makes sense for Drew to end up winning that night. So I guess it's at this point, you gotta start sowing the seeds of what's more than likely going to happen. So is there is there any possibility though of um you know remembering the fact that Seth is and has always been a shield member can Seth screw Cody in that tag match oh and then, and then it becomes the uh the bloodline rules for the main event I think I, I put it this way. I believe. Well, okay. I, I, I do think. I do think they're going. I do think they're going to lose that match. Period. Yes, it's going to absolutely. Be, okay. But someone told me, you know, because everyone's giving their speculations, and I didn't even think about this. Uh, and maybe you guys heard it. Maybe he heard it off of some show or 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 read it, but. He said it. It only makes sense for actually the for the Rock to actually turn on Roman and to give to help Cody in that matter to win. Not in that match. Uh, I will say this: Hold on, the Rock match. said, uh, but the rules stipulation. You. The rules and stipulation with that was if if of course if if the bloodline is right. all if it's if it's bloodline rules in the main event, and I said that weeks ago, dude. Right, <laughs> that right. the Rock is the Rock turns on Roman, and that sets up Roman versus the Rock in your. You well, know, we knew we, we knew it was going to happen when he said, "I I acknowledge you. This is my family." Yeah, he said he wanted to be the. He's already laid the groundwork. We as soon as he did that, I knew he's going to turn on him. 
you know, it, it, it was the, he cemented it at that point. The, the, the question is, and now thinking about it, we're assuming Seth has two matches. What if Damien pins Seth during that tag match? Oh, so the tag match happens that finishes up and all of a sudden Damien comes in, cashes in and pins Seth. And now the main of the main event, the match is actually Drew versus Damien. Um, mm. no, I, I, you know what? There's only one way to tell. I mean, that, would, that. I mean, that would be, that. I mean, that, that, would, be, that, that would be a twist. If, but if that, Seth is really that hurt. Is that a risk? That... It depends on how they bill it, though, because if they're billing it that on that second night or the first night, it's going to be Seth versus, you know, Drew, Drew McIntyre. You're not going to do all these posters and this, that, and the other, and then pull him off the card at the last. Well, you're not pulling him off the card. You you literally are having a guy cash in a fucking briefcase. No, no, that's I the whole point of the I thing. Get, it I depends on how they set up the first night and the second night. I guess is what I'm saying. It only, I guess, it boils down to how they're going to bill night one and night two. Does that make sense? Well, they, I would assume they're not going to have. Uh, I wouldn't have the. It would the, be a uh, mega swerve if they did it the way you're describing, which I have no problem with that. I don't. I don't mind that at all. I, I, I I, I'm assuming they player. don't have that title match on night one. You you have that title match on night two mm, because right. uh, a if Seth is going to work it, then you're having him work two matches in one night and he's hurt. And that makes no sense. Um, I also think honestly, if I, if I'm smart, I make that the first match of night one. That makes tag. sense. Because then you close night one with Rhea versus Becky. Right. Which, which honestly, that, that match has no bearing. Which Rhea retains. My prediction. <laughs> Rhea well, retains. you would assume Rhea should retain, but that's the question now. Um, I think that for the first time that we're seeing it, I think in this whole reign, it's actually someone that you can actually question if she would lose to Becky. I hear you. I, I think I think they kind of want to keep building on this ride of Rhea right now, and uh, this is uh, this is one of those things that's working. So why stop it at the moment? Um, it will lead to where does Becky go next because she's been promoting this as this is something she needs and. You know, and if she doesn't get it, I, I don't know where she's going to think to to go next. Becky so, can ride ride it out for another few months without having a major belt. Yeah, but considering Bailey is uh, at this point, definitely, I think, going to win this title now that Dakota finally, because I, I didn't know how that I, I thought they were going to literally go up to mania where Dakota still acting like but you're cool. We've never seen Dakota in, in gear in a long time. So when she came out there, she still didn't even fight. I don't even think she can fight. I don't think she's medically. Well, I mean, fit can or not, she still can. Be, she can still change Move around. But when she yeah. came out with the gear, I'm like, there's no way. I don't think she can. I don't think she's medically cleared to fight, which is why they they crafted it the way they did, where she gave the appearance that she was about she, to do something. She has to be. She's medically cleared. It but, it just doesn't mean she's ready. Right. Right. Um, 
She has well, to be medically cleared. You can't be out there without being medically cleared. Because she's no been way. limping around for a minute now. And when she got out there, it's not like they made any mention of, oh, are you ready to do this? Like, I didn't remember seeing any promo being cut before where these, they addressed the fact that she hadn't been in the ring in a while. They kind of glossed over that and went right to the, skipped right ahead to, oh, yeah, they're, they're having a tag match. Wait well, a minute. Until I see anything different, you know, and I, you know, I, and they're always swerving on me, WWE, every time I think I they have been. Every time I think I got it, I'm like, oh, shit, I got to go back to the table. But as of right now, for me and the women's, yeah, Rhea wins. You have to go to the Rhea, Rhea wins. And, and, and yeah, I got to go back to the table and figure it out again. And Bailey, uh, and Bailey gets it. So we'll you see. Know, it's, how it's, it's interesting, too, if you look at all the setups right now. Um, where's Bianca? I know. And my other question was who's supposed to have the back of Bailey as well? And I was trying to run through the list. I'm like, well, Bianca can't be a part of that. Charlotte is not uh, ready. Well, they keep showing her on SmackDown. You already know who I'm going to say. They've been showing her every promo. It's been on SmackDown more than the other two. Well, Bailey needs help is what I'm saying. It's now she can't go in there and not have that in, in that title match. So who's WrestleMania is an opportunity to bring out Jade Cargill. They keep teasing. But, why, but why would Jade help Bailey if Jade's goal is to win the championship user as user as the as the tough guy in the background to be her bodyguard for a while until she invariably screws her over herself <laughs> yeah that's i don't know I'm, I'm 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 stretching but the reason why i said you that, need to put her on fucking smack on they need to put her on the fucking no, what I said, wait 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 They've been wow, teasing her Jesus and they Christ. keep having her with nick aldis now it's been like three weeks in a row that she's been Having this talk with Nick Aldis, they did the same kind of thing with Braun Breaker. He showed up on the main roster. Uh, now yeah, they're doing it Braun with Braun Breaker. Her. Actually, wrestles. <laughs> he is fucking training still. They're still seeing what they fucking have to do if they need to keep season. I don't know. Her. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying like this is. I'm not going to say this is what they should do. Like I was saying earlier, but I'm saying signs are pointing to she's going to be on SmackDown, and she's the only person left of any clout. That you could throw in there and have her do help Bailey to help Bailey. Yeah, that's what we're be a heavy, where, which why doesn't does require her to be Bailey if her goal is to win the championship. That's the thing. It made sense for her. Well, what, to about look at Eo. what about Naomi? Can we put Naomi in as a as a BFF good guy? You know, super baby face. Why? Why does she need any backup though? Isn't that the whole point of this? That if Bailey's going to win the championship, yeah, but it's going to be one against Matt, I hear what you're saying, but it's, it's how of how we watch pro wrestling. There's no way that you're going to have all of the, the Kabuki Warriors and um, Dakota out there doing everything they're doing to stop well, yeah, that way. It's still so lopsided. So you're, Unless you're, you have Charlotte Flair show up and go, hey, you know what? Uh, I want to. Speaking of lopsided. <laughs> right but that but as i'm saying you're gonna have to have somebody balance someone, right someone's got to come out. i don't even say it's got to be another three women but somebody's got to come to bailey's defense if she's going to pull this off i just don't see her you could do it. naomi you could do charlotte flair and yes the other one which i, I agree is the most implausible in a jade cargill but would it will allow her a spot on the roster and an entry a vehicle to enter somehow Without just entering dry and just They'll slamming, you know, NXT or something. Who knows? Maybe they were maybe the up. forbidden doors open and <laughs> Mercedes Monet comes <laughs> and helps her. 
<laughs> they, will they announce her as Mercedes Monet? Will they will they mess up her name? Will they go and now Sasha uh, Monet? <laughs> no, they just Mercedes like, is Banks. that is that her? It's it is that her? Mercedes Banks. I like that name, Mercedes Banks. Uh, you know, you, you know the funny thing if 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 Tony wasn't just such an ass and just being a dick and and from the from just how he's been doing business. Something like that could have actually happened, you know. If if it's the still good. he's he's well, no, but I'm just saying, like I'm just listen, <laughs> you I, know, he, he could grow. He could eventually grow and learn fucking something. No, no, it, it has nothing to do with Tony. It has everything to do with why would the WWE want to fucking put any light on those guys because they were the ones who want to be competition. So fuck you guys. The funniest line is when Baddest Billy Gunn goes, hey, at least you guys can't fire me. And then Triple H goes, look, Vince will buy that pissant company just so we can fire you again. <laughs> All right, let's see who we hey, got. Rob's, Rob's living in uh, four years ago. This is yeah. pretty awesome, Rob. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, look at that. American Bam Bam. I was wondering where you at tonight, man. Thanks for showing up. Appreciate it. And um, yeah, Sin City is definitely enjoying uh, watching some revolution. Yeah, no, absolutely. Just, all no three of us. <laughs> Running all three of us down. Yeah. yeah well, it's because he's a fucking Steve's friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all good. Yeah, you know. Okay. We'll take it. We'll take it. Hey, um, where is the love? Um, all right, I'll go with you, Matt. Anybody need some that uh that's not getting it? Yeah, apparently uh Sin City Steve. <laughs> <laughs> hey no, American Bam Bam says he's a Steve Mark. <laughs> Steve Mark, man, he's one of my favorite stand-up comics. Uh you worked with him recently, Rob? <laughs> no, because he sucks. I don't know who he is. I know, I know. No, I think that's a great name for a stand-up comic. Steve Mark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the uh the love, uh I've I've gotta say the love's gotta go to uh Shayna and Zoe potentially getting uh the Kabuki Warriors. Thank hmm. you, Bam Bam. I'd like to yeah. see that um you know it's interesting. Yeah. So the, the question is, what do you do with damage control if you're going to take the title off of EO, right? Then do the Kabuki Warriors lose the belts? Are you stripping them of everything all at once? I think you still keep the titles in them. And you just, you know make it as if it they're still do you even call it damage control just absorb them all into kabuki warriors and drop the damage control name i mean that could be uh yeah or i don't know sushi row or something <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> uh no they came down the ring and um it's Asuka, and I can't remember. And uh, Kyrie Sane, when they came down, it said it said Kabuki Warriors, and they just kept playing Kyrie Sane's music, and they didn't even mention Asuka. They made that mistake. I think it was on Monday night that when they walked down the ramp, and there was no mention of Asuka in the Titan Tron as they're walking down the ramp. And I'm looking at this, and I'm going, they're kind of doing this on the fly. I think they they don't know if they want to be damage control or just call all the three women, you know, Kabuki Warriors. 
and just use Dakota as what they've been using her for, which is just the uh, the verbalizer. She's just the mouthpiece. She's a translator. That's all she's there for. Um, yeah, it's it's also going to be interesting to see if uh, at some point they basically have them. So they use Dakota essentially to overcome Bailey, and then once get rid of her, to get rid of her. Yeah, they don't need her. She doesn't add anything to the three of them. Um, and they're going to have, they're most likely going to have at least one other member joining from Japan. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. So, it'll be a complete Yoshin. Is that what you say with the, the that style of Japanese uh, wrestling? It'll just be basically just an all Japanese NJPW looking stable. Yeah. I, I don't know. To me, it, like a fucking massage parlor more so than anything. The happy endings. We'll call them the happy endings. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? We're going to have to close out this show because I want to finish strong. Oh, yes. (laughs) Rob, Rob, let me just go to you. Uh, Anybody need to love, man, that you uh, want to throw out there? You know what? Again, I'm saying this knowing full well that once we're off today, I'm going to go watch it. We got a Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill. (laughs) No, no, no. No, no. Uh, uh, Ric Flair lately. He's. I I don't know what they've been doing with him. It's been kind of odd. Uh, He took some bumps this week. He he did the he took the nut shot uh, he did the thumb in the eye he did those little weak rusty gate punches uh, you've already mentioned the others uh, when it comes to Shayna Baszler she's all of the women on Raw are basically just cardboard cutouts I fast forward through the matches because those matches have served no purpose whatsoever unfortunately and not because there is a good talent in the ring and not because some of them can't even cut decent promos but they can't get the two together um and i feel really bad um really really bad for nia Jax because she should be a baby face she won that strap when she was a baby face and, she bullied. and they did the bully angle that you know they were calling her fat and they were calling her stupid and so what happened she got the stupid belt and she ran with it for a while and that was the best she ever did with connecting with an audience was when she played it as a baby face. The only way I could see her connecting with any group right now, they mentioned her in that stupid tree, put her in the bloodline as a women's division of the bloodline. And you know what? Add Naomi to that too. I would love to see them take those two women because there's nothing really strong going with them and say, you know what? We want you to be our enforcer in the same way that Judgment Day is Rhea Ripley. We want you to be the women's arm of the bloodline. One on SmackDown, one on Raw. Go in, claim your dominance, claim your... your Let's bring her into the bloodline when the bloodline is dissolving at this point. No, but (laughs) but we we don't know what what they're going to do with that. We're, we're, We're saying now based on, he just said it earlier, they could swerve the shit out of us a month from now. And we, and we could be sitting here going, okay, wow, I didn't see that coming. It could go in. You know, I, 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 the only thing I would say, going back to uh, Rhea, if um, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, oh, I'll kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at American Bam. I'm here. Um, and then, and then, and then I'm going to turn I, on Busted Open and hear Dave Lagreca go. Just Dave Lagreca shot himself in the face. I just think maybe they really 
they ran the Nia Jax and, and Rhea line uh, a little too fast. I think, if anything, what would have been nice if we was going to get that title off of Rhea, I, I do believe Nia is at a position where she is showing that she should probably be the one to take on that title and have that run for a minute. I don't know. How do you Let book interrupt you right there, though. someone continue to be so dominant and then they continue to take L's? They, um, she takes the else and she, but she's coming off as a heel, heel, heel. Then she goes on social media and, and, and freaking does two steps with, and, and she's a baby face, so to speak, and all goofy online. She should be staying in character the whole way through if she wants to Jesus establish Christ. it. What is this? No, well, I, fucking no I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna, I'm gonna watch you be a bitch on Raw, and then the next day you're gonna be giggling on social media and doing zany skits with your mom. I, I don't understand this. Like, I, you know what? All I'm saying is, I don't know. You fucking dress up as Donald fucking Trump, and then the next day you're Rob Bossarola. <laughs> <laughs> but what? You know what? Uh, yeah, but that, she's. I want. I want you to be Donald Trump all the fucking time. Then. <laughs> I'll, I'll, believe me. Believe me, it's coming. <laughs> what a tattoo! An orange glow on my face. I gotta. You're gonna bury me with a blonde wig. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh boy yeah <laughs> but no but that's but anyway I, that was just she was, there, she was best as a her best results were as a baby face I and think. that might and that could be the case but i'm just saying right now she she is on fire as being being a dominant player in the women's division and it would have been not, they're, not give, they're not rewarding her for her work yeah, and, it, and maybe it would come down the line but now we you know i mean the time would have probably been against Rhea. I mean, now what? You're gonna have to wait in some further down the, the month or whatever happens. I don't know. I also don't feel I'm, like I'm Becky Lynch. I really am suspending disbelief that Becky Lynch would be able to put a dent in Rhea Ripley. I get that Becky Lynch is tough. I get that she's a veteran, but I think that Rhea Ripley's on such a fucking tear. And the way they're they're doing it is Rhea Ripley doesn't need help from anyone. She's winning straight up. They're not doing her as a dirty player. She's just dominant. She's yeah. in this weird place where she's kind of, she's a face in a heel click. Right. Um, so what do you do with her? Uh, because the other one, you have two faces going up against each other, and they're cheering for her more than they're cheering for Becky Lynch. That's you know what though, but that's the whole thing. The the whole thing is that that's what you need. You it would have been better to you. keep uh, Nia Jax for maybe swap it and put Nia Jax out there for in, in fucking WrestleMania. Nia Jax in the main event. Jesus Christ. Get <laughs> out of here. Or a triple threat. A triple threat. Jesus. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I remember a triple threat with, with uh, Becky Lynch. Because I, what are you going to do if Becky Lynch isn't as over as Rhea Becky Ripley? Becky Lynch is the fucking man. That's her fucking moniker. She has to fucking prove that she's a goddamn man, right? Well, you do that when and you take the pills and get the surgery. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, obviously, Seth likes the man. So. Oh, <laughs> hey, oh yeah, baby! Taking it up the ass! Woo! Oh, uh Sorry, I had to cut your promo off there. That was my this week's what the fuck right there. <laughs> Seth getting yeah. by Becky Lynch. That'd be the man is here. You know what's funny? I, I only watched maybe an hour of AEW on um 
Wednesday night. That's one thing I did watched all year. <laughs> Stop it. I'm trying I'm trying to slowly uh, get back in it, but you know, I didn't know Why? <laughs> <laughs> because I, I need to get back into the uh I, I need more content for WTF for the week. So you know that that's pretty much that show. DNA is impressing and their audiences are growing. Their their rooms are filling up a little bit at a time. I'm happy. Let me uh I didn't know that like how Dominic Mysterio gets booed when he has the mic. I didn't know in AEW, that's the same thing with uh, Don Callis. So apparently whenever he talks, they just boo the hell out of him too. So that's, that. I guess they're, that's kind of... Well, that's it's not necessarily they boo the hell out of him. The hmm. the speakers over the, the, the loudspeakers oh. <laughs> do it. Because as much as Don gets actual boos... They definitely pipe in more. And Triple H made a joke about that. A couple of them. Yeah. I really thought they were piping this in. And I'm like, again, fucking Paul Levesque breaking. It's amazing Paul. how Rob likes to just live in Triple H's old memories. This is like <laughs> amazing. We're just, you know what? Forget three count next week. We'll just do a Triple H said show with Rob <laughs> Bosselary. <laughs> well, no, I'll dress up as Trump. Uh, or maybe I'll do Obama. I'm doing Obama on stage now. You I'll know just... what you should do? You should do Trumple H. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I wonder how that would work. You know what? Uh, they both got the same tan. Stephanie, Stephanie came so many times. It was tremendous. It was tremendous. How many times? I gave her the Triple H. Okay? Oh, but you, you have to you have to have Trump doing the uh the uh Triple H uh mannerism uh you know. Yeah. And that's where it's gonna get tough. Dress so up as me, you'll be able you'll only be able to speak truth to power. I don't know. Well, how does America Bam Bam dress up? I, I right now all well, I apparently have truth to power, so I guess white bed sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh man! All right. Anybody else got any WTF for the week? <laughs> Segments of WTF. Uh, the 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 women on Raw. I, I don't know why they are doing these women's tag matches. But well, you, let me ask you this: You watched AW uh, Dynamite, right? Yes. What's your take on um, Chris um, Statlander and Sky Blue? Did you like that match? I I I did not mind it. I like the whole dynamic with Stokely Hathaway. It, it's 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 interesting, and what they're doing Willow Nightingale. We'll see which way this goes. The match itself is not bad. Um, it was an okay match. It was right. an okay match, but it's again, it's filler. It's filler. The only thing that's putting it over a little bit is the addition of Stokely Hathaway. Uh, the what the fuck moment, I guess you could say, is still this Angelo bullshit. With uh, with Ruby Soho, and they're doing the dating thing, and oh, mm -hmm. I, I just I, I don't care. They're yeah. not fighting. They're not doing anything. That's a what the fuck? Why do you have these two people <laughs> who are who are, are marginally attractive? Uh, one's a greaser from uh the fucking Bronx tale, a Bronx wanderer. He looks like he should be doing fifties doo wop. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then the other one is just some girl who works at Hot Topic, and they're dating. Oh, by the way, there's a bunch of other wrestling going on around it. I, I don't care about this. It, it, it's exhausted any interest. I can it has that, no payoff. I can see that being a WTF for sure. There's no payoff. What Unless, do I care? 
That's just coming down the line. I don't know. Um, I thought it was going to be coming down the line. And then he's going to grease his hair up with it. (laughs) Uh, Matt, did you have any more or or that was your WTF? Picture Hillbilly from the Midwest and you will nail it. (laughs) 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 Just, I'm just enjoying the, the, uh, the image of American Bam Bam. And now well, I want to get a wife beater now and a mullet. And uh, I've got a, a six pack of PBRs downstairs and uh NASCAR, well, if, man. If you want to get a wife beater, just uh, call Darby. So, um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> unlike Darby. Okay, uh, let's, a, w, let's a WTF for this week. Uh, I would hey, have to. Rich uh, Swan slaps his lady around here and there. That's why she's the undead bride. Wait, say that again. Rich Swan. Oh, Juan. Yeah. Well. Yeah, he was. He was. He got arrested a few times. Yeah. Well, he's learned his lesson. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, go. What'd you say, Matt? Uh, no, I, I, the, the, uh, I'd say the, what the fuck to me is, um, just this whole idea that, uh, this sting match means anything. Yeah. What the fuck? Like who fucking cares? So what? It's his last goddamn match. Who fucking cares? <laughs> well, He's like anything had- else associated with Ric Flair, he'll come back three more times for three more final last matches before he's 88 on a Crockett promotion. You know, the Jim yeah. Crocker promotion. We've got Sting's last match. He's coming down in the wheeler right now. They're wheeling him in. <laughs> He's in the Stinger mobile. I, I, I actually, the, 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 what the fuck really does actually, um, you, you kind of said it. Um, so Tony comes out and just puts it out there that Martha Hart gave the blessing of, of Sting being able to come down from the rafters. And I forgot about that. Yeah. And, and to me, that just like, why even like put that out there? It was yeah. awkward. Yeah. Why put that really out there? Awkward. Because it really is just kind of, you know, like, why have to say that, oh, I, I got the blessing, blah, blah, blah. Right. You're just showing that you're just doing that for attention. That's it. You're trying to get fucking publicity on it. Yeah. So but the way I, they did it too, when they showed you him coming down from the ceiling, that was the quickest shot ever. They really only show you him at the last three seconds touching down. It was well, that's that's probably also due to the uh the incapable camera work and truck work and direction of the fucking camera crew. A little bit of that most likely they probably just fucking went. Oh shit! Whoa, whoa, wait! Oh shit! He's coming down the fucking, you know. <laughs> yeah, because I thought he would tell them. I swerved the camera crew. Okay, <laughs> AEW faithfuls, I want you to understand that our camera crew has been swerved at all times. In no way do we ever inform them of my intentions. We will bring up people from any stage and any angle I see fit when I call it, and they'll have to keep up. And that's Man, we. And that's why we call him Swerve Strickland. <laughs> oh, you gotta, I almost forgot that was a good one where where uh, Hangman Adam Page really came in with the limp and and sold being injured and and ran through and then beat the shit out of him with the crutch. 
I mean, that I, was a good that was a good segment. It seemed like it was. I mean, because I really didn't know if he I didn't know if I don't have been following. So and they did show what Samoa Joe did. And I'm like, oh, OK, that looked he landed good. awkwardly. He saw yeah. being injured. Well, I ain't gonna lie. I was so, too. I was like, oh, shit, I guess it's not, you know. So they did a good job on that. I I I, I got to give props on. That. Oh, wait, American Batman likes my Tony Khan. Hold on. Hold on. We'll do it right. The I want people to know right now that in case you forgot, tickets at Wembley Arena are always going to be available and we are going to be sold out. We will have 90,000 people in attendance. We have already sold out three quarters of it, but don't forget that we will have no other pay-per-views from now until August when we will be at Wembley Arena. Did I mention Wembley Arena? Wembley Arena is going to be this August for AEW All In and tickets are selling right now. It will be the only sold out show that we will ever see, unlike some other promotions they have to phone it in we will be sold out at wembley arena wembley can arena get, and back to you let me ask you can you get the hair for tony khan and maybe the glasses i i could do it all oh i gotta get i could do that all right we're we gonna work on something all right let's uh let's jump right into I wonder, uh, you know it's like coming it's, down my nose it's really kind of freaking me out because when Rob takes the hat off, all of a sudden it looks like we're really related. <laughs> it's kind of fucking really. Kind of sad. <laughs> I just shaved my head today. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> it's like we got the same fucking glasses. We got pretty much kind of the same shape of fucking face. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Well. Uh, let's do it. Um, so we got to be looking out for some. Hey, Cargill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're looking out for Jay Cargill. To, uh, Only fans of Jay Cargill. <laughs> uh, I mean, is there any other pay-per-views outside of uh thank you american I, bam bam that is the man yes yeah. yeah we're going to get her back under contract and she's going to be on all in we are going to be bottling jade cargill's bathwater it's going to be on shop aew for 49.99 a jar you two can drink jade cargill in and she will be signing autographs at all in which is already sold out, the most sold out show ever. We're okay. not holding this in. We're not giving out the tickets. This is going to be your chance to drink in Jade Cargill. Forty nine ninety nine. Shop Tony, Tony, forty nine bucks to drink the her bath water. Right, Tony Khan. Oh, he don't. Oh, he don't. Oh, yes. Hold on. I uh, yes, Mr. Shivani. Yes, forty nine ninety nine. You get to drink her bath water. That is a steal. <laughs> Go to shopaew.com and you can also get I drink with Jade. That's the official I drink Jade's bath water T-shirt. It's oh, going boy. to be on shopaew.com. Also, where you can get tickets to Wembley Arena, the sold out <laughs> show that's not sold out. Wembley <laughs> Arena is a sold out show. It is sold out. Ninety thousand seats in London, England. It is sold out, but you can get your tickets right here on Shop AEW, the sold-out show, Wembley Arena. That's that not you can get tour right now. It is sold out, Wembley Arena, 90,000 seats, sold out, but you can get your tickets right now. There will be no other shows. There's no other wrestling promotions. It's sold out, but you can get tickets, right? You can get tickets right now. Tickets right now. In fact, oh, we're going boy. to put a, a phone number on the bottom. We're going to have a telethon. Shivani's going to get in the thong, and it is sold out. Wembley Arena sold oh, out, boy. but you can get your tickets right now. Right. And yeah. with every ticket for Wembley Arena, all in, 
guess what? You also get a bottle of Jade Cargill. It's called Essence of Jade. Essence of Jade. And it is $49.99. Get your bottle of Essence of Jade. It's, with it's, every it's just the leftover Chris Jericho champagne bottles with a... Uh... <laughs> New label over it. Oh, and by the way, right now, also, right, right. if for $199 more with your ticket, you can get a lock. That's right. You can get a lock of Brody Lee's hair. They clipped his hair off before he died. We're oh, giving Jesus. a lock of his hair, and it comes gold-plated. That's right. It comes gold-plated from the Franklin Mint, along with a bottle of Essence of Jade at the sold-out Wembley Arena, where you can still get tickets right now. Tickets are on sale right now for the sold-out Wembley Arena. This right. is going to be the greatest show that's ever been Let seen. Let me jump over Back to, to you. Let me jump over to Matt Michaels. Thank you for that commercial, Tony. Uh, Matt Michaels, what are you looking out for, man? It's got to be something exciting. I mean, Mania, watching Revolution again. <laughs> I don't know. What are panties. We're going to get her active wear. Okay, right okay, now. okay. We're good. We're good. Thank you, Tony. Go ahead, Matt. Wait, Tony um, wants to sell those tickets that, uh, that's already sold out. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to uh, Jake Cardigo. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> No, uh, you know, uh, first off, uh, can we just say that uh, Alexander Hammerstone is oh, yeah. now TNA yeah. official, right. and so uh, we got uh, he he is doing. I think it's is it next weekend? Yeah, it'll be March eighth. Yeah. I think is he's doing the the second match against Josh Alexander. So. Quick question. I like they're doing it that AEW style where they go, he is now in, in TNA. It's a Well, it, it, so I think that, you know how they, so-and-so is now all elite. Yeah. I think that they should start doing, he is now totally nonstop. Or, you know, he's, hey, guess what? He's all impact. This... They're not impact anymore. Yeah, they're not impact. No, they're TNA impact. No, well, no, no. They're TNA. <laughs> They so they're out. all now total nonstop. Okay. Um, total have non -stop you, when the announcement was made, um, Matt, had you already, uh, had you talked already to Joe from FSW? Just out of curiosity. Um. No, not necessarily. Uh, okay, I was just curious. No, the, the, the announcement came. The announcement actually came, uh, I think, on Thursday. I think we talked on, or no, it came on Friday. So we talked on, I think, on Thursday. So okay. I'm interested, man. When you talk with him this week, what is his thoughts? I'm pretty sure he's excited about it because, I mean, dude, he's been putting well, in that work. Well, I mean, now you have uh, Jay Bidel, Chris Bay, and, and Hammerstone yeah. all on TNA. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you've got, uh, you know, quite a bit of, of, uh, the yeah. stars of wrestling guys uh and you got d-lo uh you know backstage so do you guys mess with the freak show wrestling at all with like sim Bodie and karen creep in them so there is no freak show wrestling anymore anymore it hasn't oh. been for years god damn rob I, you just I, live I, in the I, fucking past <laughs> i didn't know if that was still a thing Jesus Christ. The next thing he's going to say is, I can't wait to see Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels Survivor <laughs> Series this year. Well, I was going to ask about uh, ECW. I want to see Al Snow wrestle uh, Tajiri. So. Oh, okay. All right. So, well, yeah, that's... I mean, Hammerstone is, is something that should be um, very, uh, you know, it should be very beneficial uh, for him. Yeah. Uh, and, um, uh, the you know the 
of course, WrestleMania, I think we're all kind of looking forward to seeing uh, how everything unfolds because, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's nice that we don't have, you know, all this stuff laid out. Um, you know, it looks like we'll have certain matches, but will we? And I think that that is an interesting thing uh, because usually, you know, you start going four weeks deep and you kind of have an idea where everything's going. Right. But they've kind of, you know, had such a focus on setting up the Cody stuff. Right. Um, that this is kind of intriguing because you have now uh, a bunch of things like, uh, for instance, uh, what's going on with the tag championships. Mm hmm. You know, that's yeah. that's something that's, you know, uh, who I, steps I, up for that? Do you have a, a tag team in mind? I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. I don't know if you now you got a two night thing, too. So do you have on night one? Do you have like an elimination uh, tag match? And then on night two that the winners go against the. uh the judgment day. I don't what know. I could imagine doing is they've been having this feud with Imperium have that lead up to a number one contender spot for the tag belts at WrestleMania have give Imperium something to shoot for. Yeah. <clears throat> um, because they look good Imperium um, and they yeah. deserve to be rewarded. Wasn't that so funny that at one point we really actually thought there was about to just break that whole duo up they were just going to dissolve it and they they kept it which was smart but and it, it wasn't looking good for imperium for a minute yeah but that's something they're doing i think more on a regular basis which, yeah we are seeing that they did that with judgment day as well yeah you're putting more seeds uh, you know again i think that you know everyone kind of gave this uh you know this uh poo-pooing to the fact that triple h used the whole thing about it's long-term storytelling, right? Mm -hmm. We we have the bloodline thing is, you know, this is only, you know, act one. Right. And I think everyone kind of, you know, was just like, oh, we're sick of this, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, but that's what everyone kept saying. It was, oh, they don't follow, you know, through with stories and they just do the same things over and blah, blah, blah. And now you're starting to see that almost everything they do is done with the sense that the door is open. So then this way, you don't have to close it off. And I think that's very smart. Because, again, like, I mean, Gunther is, uh, you know, you have him confronted by Damian Priest, right? You have right. him confronted by Heel. Are you making them face? Are you making the Imperium face? Because, I mean, the idea of Dominic challenging Gunther, I thought was fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. Yeah. No, mommy, I got this. And it looked like uh, they might be setting up, which I think would be a fucking great match uh, with um, uh, Andrade. Andrade. Right. Dominic. Yes. I think that would be a fucking great match. Absolutely. Uh, and they, uh, you know, SmackDown uh, had the the. It looks like the seeds are set up for LWO versus uh, uh, Delphad and Tasmo or whatever. Yeah, the they 
Hold on a second. Back, uh, they brought back Ray Mysterio, which was great. Is, to see is, no one ever commented on the fact that Joaquin Wilde is Filipino. He's not even Spanish. Yeah, it's been mentioned before. But, you know, he's playing the role. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and didn't even give a Spanish name. <laughs> ah, Joaquin. It's Spanish um, for French more, but I guess. Nah, his brother River died, didn't he? No. All right, let's get into Best in Show. Oh, go ahead, Matt. You want to finish? Oh, no, I was going to say, oh, Mysterio, so man. Did, I, did, you, did you not see that Mysterio has about as much gray beard as you do, DJ? Yeah, I saw that. I did. Oh, I, crazy, like, yeah. I, I think they were kind of like trying to do this. He's back from the dead thing. He looks a little bit older. He had the, he had the Japanese-style mask. Uh, which he wore at uh, WrestleMania last year. Mm. Um, so I think they were doing that for effect, just to make it look like, oh, this guy's not dead. So And they, they kind of made him look old. He was limping in. Uh, it was an effect. He could shave down and look like he's 20 again. Honest to God, you know. Except for the chin hair. He doesn't age, that guy. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it looks like he has the same mask as he did 20 years ago. <laughs> Actually, he didn't last night. He was wearing that weird, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. They unmasked him in WCW. He, I bet, looks exactly the same. What was your best in show, Rob? Best in show had to be SmackDown. Uh, the the scene with The Rock acknowledging Roman Reigns. Yeah, uh, Paul Heyman is a fucking genius and a, an amazing actor. Oh, he yeah. really sold the response, the shock. Uh, was By the way, great. did you? One thing we didn't talk about the idea that, and I was, and, and I ain't gonna lie, I kept looking at it too. Like I was getting a little bit confused because Roman was he didn't say nothing, but his looks was of some way aggravated. Oh but yeah, then, the whole day he was paced because he doesn't want to be outshined by The Rock. The Rock is still the go-to guy he is the most entertaining guy the rock was calling everything you some might say it's electrifying tonight some might say this he insulted the crowd and won them back in one sitting that's but, but what was great was that i guess the camera angles really had roman's looks but they also had pause and it was it was telling the story Amazing. you've got roman pacing back and forth like <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, we could go now. We could go now, wise men. I made my appearance. I did what I said I was going to do. I, I met my obligations. obligations. <laughs> yeah, I met my obligations. Oh, uh, 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 no, you're my tribal chief. No, my tribal chief. Uh, we have one more thing. If just smell. And now, wait a minute. I'm the top guy. I have to wait for my cousin, who's not even the champion, <laughs> to come before I, the head of the table, am allowed to leave. Right, which means right. I'm beneath the rock. So then at the end, him grabbing the rock and going, you don't get to leave with the spotlight. I get to shine because I'm the top guy and I needed to come out of your mouth. So let me ask you this. With all, these, with all these other SmackDowns sold out um, and the rock's going to be on the shows, does, does the rock, although he'll be there, does he kind of step 
back a little bit and Roman kind of takes a little bit more of that mic or does the rock continue you can't, because you need to build the tension that Roman feels like he's still being outshined. Okay. I think we, I think we also, we're, we're, we're assuming the obvious, right? We're assuming that it's the rock who costs Roman. What if Roman just fucking spears the rock and takes him out of the fucking, you know, you know, something happens where, it's Roman's just fed up with this, and mm -hmm. he fucking, you know. So I mean, they're they're again, you, you or have his family turn on the Rock, you know, Jimmy, um, Solo. Right. There, you know. What about Jay? At any time, Jay is a dark horse. He could come out and do anything. Yeah, Jay ain't doing that. He's too big. He, they working on building him. But but Jimmy yeah. and and Solo, they easily could. Well, I don't know how successful it would be. Let's but. let's let's be honest. Uh, I'm more so looking forward to Solo singing the national anthem, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I am almost a hundred percent positive that Sefa did not see that fucking line coming because right when when the fucking <laughs> Rock said that, you could just see on his face like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looked like he dumped. He was like. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh fuck you, dude. I'm oh no. Well, like you want to see solos like I was the, the damn national anthem, you cactus loving crackheads. Yeah, I want to say something about the rock too. Yeah, right. His first appearance, he didn't look 100 percent He looked like someone who went to Party City and asked to dress up like the rock. <laughs> he had that weird looking half rock vest. He right. had these weird glasses that didn't look hundred percent like what he would normally wear. This week he looked a one step closer to being in his costume again into his persona. Yeah. Um, he's slowly growing each week, it seems like, and getting more and more into being the rock again and not being a visiting Dwayne Johnson. So well, I'm digging it too. He's doing a lot of that too throughout the week on his social media. So mm, yeah. that's another thing, too. He's you know, when he okay. was here 20 years ago, there was no social media. It was that was your only chance to see them was now. So you got to pay attention right. to so much more. Mm -hmm. Right. And and again, I, I mean, there's there's no reason to have um, again, if you if you really look at everything just being open ended. I, I don't think I really don't think that everything was planned out exactly the way that it's going down right so i think one of the reasons that you're getting more of him coming into the character is because he's taking on more of a a role that he probably didn't um you know at first think he why was his shirt tucked why would why was he wearing a big freaking pirates of penzance shirt that he used to wear 20 years ago he's got it tucked I know he looks like each week he's starting to relearn how to be Roman Reigns. I mean, uh, uh be the the Rock, be the Rock, and he's got to do more work than he did before. He has that the authoritative role in real life behind the scenes. This might be an afterthought to him to have to then get on and act again at that capacity and rediscover himself. I wouldn't be surprised oh, if he's sitting there watching tape of what of him cutting promos twenty years ago. I don't think he fucking gives a shit. I think right. he just comes out and does whatever the fuck he wants to do, and then that's it. Yeah. You know what? What is is Hunter just going to come up to him and be like, "Uh, uh buddy, uh, <laughs> we're no, not doing the job that we need you to do. We need you to be the full rock, buddy." You're in the and the rock. Uh, 
The Rock threatened his power a little bit to, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Fire, fire, fire Cody Fixed or whatever? Fix it. <laughs> the Rock, uh, your uh, shirt is uh, tucked into your uh, pants. Uh. <laughs> they looked a little, what the fuck was, like, look, holy shit, how big is that shirt? That shirt's bigger than Five Rocks. <laughs> he had that shit tucked in. It looked like a fucking pirate sail. He, Matt, what was yours? Was this also SmackDown, or did you have any other that was a... a sh- no, I think, I mean, I mean, you know, SmackDown really kind of... Uh, if, you know, uh, you look at what they just did overall, um, there was a, a lot of good stuff going on. Um, Raw was, was pretty uh, good, too, I think. Yeah. You know, uh, seeing... Yeah, the street fight was really good. Uh, yeah. Seeing Cody, uh, seeing uh, you know Waller and uh, Austin uh, get a chance to kind of <laughs> you know get that that rub a little bit from Cody is pretty nice because I think that that says a lot about what they think. Uh, Austin needs the rub. Finally, Austin did something that I actually thought was 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 cool, and it was it was just an expression, and it was just when Grayson was like, "Dude, I I defended you," you know, when he came to attack, and <laughs> Grace, and then uh, Theory gave him this look like, "What? You came to help me?" <laughs> like I'm like, I like that. That was really good. What do you do with Randy just... Orton on? What do you do with Randy Orton? What do you do with Shinsuke Nakamura? And what do you do with Sami Zayn? How do well, they leave? How do you leave? How do they leave WrestleMania? Where's the, what's their trajectory? And AJ Styles, those are the guys. Well, Styles, wanted. Styles is going to end up uh, working. Sure. Uh, Eli Drake, most likely working. Yeah. Uh, LA Knight, yeah. I would assume. I mean, that's what it seemed like they were setting if, up. If we're fast I would assume Orton's Orton's going to work versus uh, uh, Logan Paul. I would assume too. Let me so. ask you this though, Matt. Do you? I was thinking and. I was really thinking that Randy might really take this L. And I was thinking that because there's no reason why he would want or even he does he don't need, but he doesn't need the title. And this is going to be a title Randy. match. So I'm just thinking, but at the same time, would this solidify now Logan yeah. to take to, so, if he yeah? No, I I think that uh, like, listen, over, I guess, yeah. If you, if the, so the best thing about Logan Paul right now, and he's probably the best fucking sports entertainer going. Right. True. I get that. They're fucking the video that they released, the WWE released this week of him in the cage (laughs) after he got eliminated, saying that he can't move. He can't move. With the ref saying, "Well, you're rolling. I see you rolling. <laughs> no, I can't move. I can't move." And then him getting up and fucking punching out Randy right. yeah. was fucking brilliant. Um, <laughs> you know, it it just shows exactly the kind of thing that you do. If you have Randy win, it's it's because the fans want to see Logan Paul get his ass kicked. Right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So the only way that you have Logan fucking win is by cheating somehow, right? And right. I think that that's becoming a you know a, a great that's thing about him. He's yeah. good about it though. I'm I'm entertained watching him be an asshole. 
because yeah, he's also he's, he's he's great. He, there's some people that they're just Dominic Mysterio's had a really great year and a half, but he's still annoying as hell. Logan Paul is physically and athletically amazing in the ring, and he's dominant with the mic. He's yeah. really he wears the Pokemon card, that super rare one around his neck. He just knows how he knows his audience really well. Yeah. And he's using his social media knowledge to really just do such a phenomenal job. Yeah, that's the whole thing. And, you know, um, maybe I bring mean, a Jake Paul to help him. You know, it, it would be interesting, something like that. Um, quite honestly, if you want to have him lose without legitimately losing, uh, you could have Bad Bunny do a fucking run in. That costs Jake the or the uh, Logan the Randy, match. Yeah, no, no, no. And then, it, and then helps, no helps Orton up. win. Helps Orton win so that it sets up Logan versus Bad Bunny, which I think uh, we're going to see. Well, some- that would have been something that you would have thought would have been a Mania match. Well, it could Stupid be. An question: Was there any no. indication that Jake Paul wanted to get involved in any way in wrestling? Probably I, not. I mean, it's probably probably not tag team type. No, but that would be that would be huge. A Logan Paul and Bad Bunny, believe yeah. it or not, that would be like crazy. No, and I think that, that, that that's yeah. I think that's what they're ultimately that's what they should be working towards because that will break the fucking internet. Yes, <laughs> yes. How do you do that without the Miz getting involved in that? I think you would eventually you you could find a way to incorporate him being a bit jaded, saying, "Hey, I." The Miz is the Miz is consoling his friend our truth, please. <laughs> right. That that oh, fucking our truth segment. Yeah, the, 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 the miserable truth. Yeah, and him fucking reminiscing with the t-shirt about the, <laughs> the good old days. And then, and then when he regeneration X. <laughs> Holy shit. It took, Holy me, it took me a good minute to figure out what Tom and Nick was in all oh. <laughs> when, when he fucking when he fucking calls Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Yes. <laughs> it was just like of oh, course no, that's a good question though. Things. What do you do with DIY? That's another team. I don't think they have any traction. I think they're physically, you know, they're talented in the well, range. Eventually, listen, remember, a lot of these people who you're seeing, they come from NXT. And NXT, as much as we like to believe that they have the, the same amount of audience that a Raw or SmackDown, they don't. It's a lot. You know what NXT stands for, right? So, what is it? Next. Oh, Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> it, my whole point is, it's, it's going to take some time for a lot of they these need guys to, they need to build to well, to get but, but, level. but you're also you're uh, again the I don't even think it's that the problem is, is that everyone just assumes everyone should be built up and big and blah blah no right, it's the right. fucking main roster if Johnny Gargano and uh and and Ciampa are not um they are not the fucking you know they're not finn balor and damian priest right right? it's just simple um those guys are there for for a certain reason right now they're there to you know 
Uh, and they're putting other people over. What? Yeah. Well, they're both sound Italian. Call him uh, Italy's most wanted. Dress <laughs> him up like Santino Morella. Give him the Cobra. Uh, just, the, the, just make him full-blooded Italians. Do the FBI gimmick. Bring in, uh, you know, little Guido. And <laughs> because the the FBI actually did wrestle, uh, I think this uh, two weeks ago. And uh, yeah, man, they, they're yeah. they're back on the Indies for one night at least. Yeah. Wow. Little Guido still looks the same fucking as he did 20 years ago. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, listen, guys. And, as and we Virgil's go. dead. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and also uh, Anderson, the other uh, the other Anderson. Yeah, Oli. Oli, the, the racist Anderson. Oh. So I guess oh, yeah, he's no, happy. I'm, I'm glad Virgil's dead. Wait, say that again, Matt. No, he's legitimately only was a, uh, a racist uh, asshole. Yeah. Amazingly well, enough, amazingly enough, you, you know, you think about Sting wrestling his last match, quote unquote. Um, Sting and Lex Luger and Arn Anderson, all the same fucking age. Oh Jesus Christ! And Lex Luger's skin and bones—I could kick his ass now. Well, that's really nice of you to say <laughs> about a senior. <laughs> hey, this guy's dying. I can kill him now. <laughs> I'll put him in the fucking rack. <laughs> Art Anderson has a broken neck and has had one for almost thirty years. I could fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would fuck my ass up, but uh, I think I could take Lex Luger just sweep the wheelchair out from under him. Yeah, yeah, or <laughs> yeah. or just give well, him some fucking pills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, man, it definitely was. Uh, uh, this week. We, we blew Andre's mind with that. that <laughs> I, yeah, it's, really? it's interesting because Oli was a, like 11 years older than Arn. And uh, it always seemed like Arn was like 52 his whole fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, no, he, I don't I mean, think anyone was uh, apparently more racist than the Blanchards. Especially Tessa. She was tagged with that on many occasions. Or Hulk Hogan. There's a list of wrestlers who are probably fairly damn famous and uh, would not like have, Impact hosting a show. We have we, we have audio of your boy Hulk Hogan. So here's that. <laughs> but anyway, what, what did he say that was wrong? <laughs> Look, I don't want anyone there with my brook. You know. <laughs> All right. Um. That goes for that goes out go American with, uh, Bam Bam, go Ray, but not Devon. American Bam Bam, that was for you. Truth to power. <laughs> and Lex, oh. we're gonna see you to send. We're gonna send you to see Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> Guys, we're oh, now. This has gotten really fucking bad, hasn't it? <laughs> I'm trying to end the show now, and. Uh, as always, thank you. If everybody. you haven't ended it, I think we just did. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. As always, we appreciate well, you for hanging out with us. Thank you for Poor Steve sitting in a movie theater by himself watching the pay per view and not knowing that we just killed the show. 
<laughs> we appreciate all of you for listening, for downloading, and yep. always hanging out with us every week. Now there so won't be apparently, apparently at the end of well during this match, Darby Allen and Sting both did bumps through glass. And it's ironic that you would be doing bumps off of glass on a Tony Khan production. No! Hi-yo! And you are correct, week, sir. Next week, we'll get all into the match with uh, with everything AEW Revolution. No three count. That's why we had a longer show. Uh, yeah. Well. All right. Uh, it, was fucking, it was fucking ridiculous. It was absolutely fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I think That's I can get a pull up enough strength to put Lex Luger in the rack, and uh, yeah, I can do it. It'd be an awesome autograph sign. All right. See you all next week. Peace. Biggest bad boys of podcasting. <laughs>